For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. A new season with new hopes and ambitions. But our commitment to you remains the same, to get you all the latest from the world of Indian football. Hello guys and welcome to a brand new season of Injury Time, a football podcast that takes a closer look at the beautiful game in India. Well, most of the teams has, have gone through chopping and changing the squad for the upcoming season. But for us, it remains the same. Well, let me introduce you to the panel. Sandeep is here. Hello. Arvind is here. Hey. And joining us from Chennai is Vishnu Prasad. Hi, Vishnu. How's that? How are things in Chennai? Oh yeah, well, we just had a storm yesterday night, so things are quite uh, rainy, quite wet, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a good thing they moved that uh, tournament out of here. It would have been in uh, trouble if it had been here. Yeah, so. Well, that tournament is our primary talking point today. The Tri-Nation tournament, where the Indian national team will be in action against Mauritius and Saint Kitts and Nevis. But before we preview that event. Uh, Vishnu, let me come to you. Could you just take us through what happened that the tournament had to be shifted to Bombay from Chennai? Uh, yeah, well, what happened was uh, the uh, AFF, uh, when they planned this thing, they uh, checked with uh, the SDAT and they were assured that okay, there would be no problem uh, because you know the paperwork takes a bit of time to get through. Uh, uh, the permission will arrive a bit late, but the permission will arrive nonetheless. And the permission did arrive, but when they arrived, uh, they got charged uh, almost exactly what Chennai NFC was uh, being charged, and that was not feasible. As somebody in the AF put it to me, they have uh, the budget of Chennai NFC to look after Indian football, not for this tournament. So it wasn't feasible, you know, paying. Uh, watch and NFC was paying to the SDAT and at the last moment they had to shift it and uh, by their calculation they, they, they are saying that uh, uh, even after rebooking all the flights and all the hotels and uh, booking them afresh in Mumbai and paying the Mumbai people what they want for the stadium they still are going to spend less than what they would have if they had just given SDAT what they wanted. So, I mean, it's criminal what the Tamil Nadu government and the SDA did. Well, what an opportunity for Chennai to... What is SDA? Could you just expand it? SDA for us? Oh, SDA is the uh, Sports Development Authority of uh, Tamil Nadu. It's basically the state version of SAI. So, yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it's criminal because... Uh, Chennai was going to host international football after 22 years. Hmm. So, uh, and in 2014, uh, the same thing had happened, almost the same thing. Uh, Chennai was supposed to, Arvind would remember this because he was here. Yeah, Chennai was supposed to, uh, uh, Palestine actually. The Philippines was even before And uh, this was supposed to be the Palestine match with uh, Wimco and the last two games. They were supposed to be held in. Chennai, but uh, apparently the chief minister was unable to turn up to <laughs> inaugurate the stadium, so that got cancelled. So, well, is it the same know. game that was then later shifted to Ch- Kochi? 
Siliguri. No, Siliguri. Okay. Yeah. How much was they were they asking for? Uh, well, uh, roughly with ground uh, uh, rent and all that uh, and security, all this, uh, on a match day it would have come up to three uh, lakhs per day. But that was still manageable. Uh, I mean, uh, but the problem was on non-match days, which was roughly the entire month, they had to pay nearly one 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 and a half lakh just for the pitch, just to train on the pitch. One lakh, I suppose. And uh, every room uh, they were charging. They were being charged extra. They were being charged for the diesel for the generator. So. Right down to every little thing, they were being charged by the SDAT. Why so, did the AIFF <laughs> want to host it in Chennai anyway? Did they want to give home-like conditions for Mauritius and Saint Kitts? No, I mean, uh, according to according according to the people in AIFF, they were they want to take football. They like they they were conscious that football was being restricted to just uh, Kolkata and uh, Bangalore, so they just wanted it to uh, take it outside. So Mumbai was uh, part of that plan, you know. Mumbai, when they hosted the Puerto Rico game, yeah. they were getting it after some 10-15 years. So they wanted to take to they wanted to take it to all these uh, centers that are not seen international football for a while. So Chennai was part of that plan, but uh, it seems Chennai is not going <laughs> to see international football for another 10 years because you know one million twice child. Yeah. So then. Uh, yeah, so after that, uh, the very last point they got, with, I think with one week left, they got a tariff sheet, exorbitant tariff sheet and they decided this was not happening. And the sad part was they actually spent a lot of time working on the ground and all, and you know, all that's uh, going to waste now. Well, it's true Chennai that they spent like, spent like a close to a crore on the field? What was that? Uh, did, did they spend close to a crore or something on the field to fix that? Uh, no, no, no. I don't think it, they spent close to a crore. They spent, I think, a uh, 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 week or so working on the pitch. Definitely not a crore. Okay. I mean, if you look at the pitch right now, it, it's uh, still very bad. So, I'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to they didn't spend too much on it. Exactly. I mean, uh, uh, it is the same thing with it is the same complaint that Chennai NFC have. Uh, in the sense, uh, they spend a lot of money on that uh, pitch, but uh, you know, three, it, it takes three months for that pitch to be absolutely destroyed. Because what happens is, right after the ISL uh, uh, ends, the SDAT gives it to pretty much everybody. Everybody who comes asking school uh, again, Arvind knows the school games. Everything is around that. And when the Chennai League starts, you know, four matches a day being played out on that pitch, like two senior division matches and two first division matches every day for uh, one and a half months. So at the end, then yeah, I League is also there. At the end of it, that pitch is absolutely destroyed by May and all. If you go look at it, there's hardly any grass on it. Uh, every 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 inch of work that has been done on that pitch is gone. What is the so, between this episode and uh, Chennai City FC saying that they were also being asked uh, exorbitant uh, price? Uh, not much of a difference, but Chennai City actually had to pay less money because uh, first of all, uh, the, um, they were about to, uh, like able to get a slight discount and. The problem with this was Chennai City was Chennai City was being charged for match days and a pre-match days because that was the only 
two days they were using the uh, stadium. AFF well, was going to be charged for every day of the camp, which was uh, roughly a month. So it would have added up to a lot of money. Okay. Well, all of that means that the tournament has now moved to Bombay. And looking into the tournament, Vishnu, coming to you first, uh, how do you see this? Constantine using it as a platform to prepare his team for the upcoming Mac- Macau game, or is it a chance for him to test his bench strength? Well, definitely, he has to use it as a platform to prepare for the uh, uh, Asian Cup qualifiers because that is the aim right now. You have to get there, and uh, so uh, I mean that is like uh, as you know, the last couple of years. The AFF was uh, choosing really very carefully to move the rankings and uh, for the next six months the approaches throw it all out of the window, we don't care about the rankings, we just want the team to play the maximum number of games. So, uh, these two matches they are not going to help the rankings but they are going to provide uh, you know valuable match practice for the qualifiers. So, the aim is now shifted from being getting a draw to yeah, I also think he might just give chance to uh, five of the under-23 players who he recently picked up. So that might be interesting because, uh, you know, he's someone and his recent quote yesterday, he spoke to the media and he said he'll keep giving chance to the youngsters because he thinks that is the way to go. That's his way of philo- I mean, his philosophy. So I think like uh, Vishnu said, he has to prepare for the Asian Cup. I think they wanted this to be that uh, Champions Cup with four teams. Mm-hmm. I think Afghanistan pulled out. So they ended, mm-hmm. they ended up getting these two teams and not the best. No. I'm sorry? I don't think they pulled out because they, ne- they, were, they never... Uh, I mean, you can only pull out once you're in. And Afghanistan were never in for the matter, sir. I think they were just trying reaching out to them then. Uh, they, were, they were trying all sorts of teams and... Uh, uh, again, the funny part was uh, somebody was telling me that uh, if we were still 176 in the world, we would have got easily gotten four teams for this. But now that we are 96, we cannot. Uh, we can only afford to pay play teams of a certain quality, which is why we had to. They had to actually reject uh, teams express interest to play. Like uh, I, I think Burundi was one of the names mentioned, and they were like, okay, no, please stay where you are. <laughs> Also, if you look at Mauritius, is I think 116 rankings now, and uh, mm-hmm. Saint Kitts is 125. But they were up there in uh, around 73 before they lost the last two matches. I think they lost by eight goals combined and didn't score any, so they just pummeled to the bottom. So maybe they'll provide a little bit more, you know, challenge to India. But I also hear that Saint Kitts is they not don't. getting their first no, team. No, they are not. Yeah. Number of a lot of their players are still playing in Europe and other leagues, so most of them are not coming. But a quality preparation, Arvind, do you think this is the kind of opposition that India has to play going into that Macau game? Macau will still be an easy affair after uh, India come do well in this uh, tournament. And uh, given that uh, now they are hosting it in Mumbai, it's a really good uh, showcase event for the AIFF and uh, it's a way they are promoting the sport and showing it uh, live on TV uh, because of the hero sponsorship and everything. So, the star not just uh, looking at the preparation for the Asian Cup, but uh, also the image of the game overall in India, It's uh, the AIFF is doing something to improve it. Well, one good thing that the national team is in action and it's not a lull period that 
we had a few years back is it at sandeep absolutely under uh, wim governments we hardly played anything and when we played we played not on fifa dates and although this doesn't fall on fifa dates is there is a bigger purpose to this so this uh, this i think is fine and we have already played a lot of games and we continue to play on fifa dates because of the asian mm-hmm. qualifier uh-huh. so it's only going to be better in terms of visual i mean people watching the sport mm-hmm. and uh, like he said the star tie up is a huge huge bonus for mm-hmm. indian football because how often have we found out random streams on facebook to <laughs> watch a match with weird commentary so yeah i think it's not weird different language let's put it in a yeah it's weird to me <laughs> <laughs> okay but arvind you were in mumbai last time india played there they played nepal how do you see the crowd coming the crowd is uh, decent it's as good as bangalore uh, not uh, as many numbers uh, as bangalore but uh, given the small uh, size of the stadium it uh, looks compact and uh, it's it almost feels like the stadium is full even though there will be only like 4000 people there so fan support is uh, growing in mumbai and uh, they are conducting this at the stadium where they played nepal uh, recently and uh, home support will play a huge role and can help in india it can help india in many ways in the tournament well, one last thing uh, for you uh, vishnu vishnu uh, when the chennai thing did not work out was uh, mumbai a easy choice for them to make because constantine in the past has over and after told that he prefers playing in mumbai and having a camp in mumbai as compared to bangalore Oh yeah, well, Mumbai was an easy choice because uh, you know of the support they get there, and I'm not talking about the fan support. I'm talking about the political support. So, uh, 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 you know, Mumbai, uh, uh, the football association, being headed by Adit Thakre, you know, the favorite people in India right now. If you read his book, there's like an entire page devoted to how Adit Thakre helped him for the Puerto Rico game when he first. Vishnu, I yeah, saw a tweet from you, in which uh, mm-hmm. you ha- you've got the book from Constantine. How was the read? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm halfway through. I just had one night with it, so I uh, uh, just uh, read the two uh, uh, India stints portion of that book just to find out what 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 he was talking about. Us. And it, it is very entertaining. I mean, uh, he had uh, he hmm? entertaining. 
It, it is actually uh, he had uh, he has a very unique story to tell. I mean, uh, obviously there's a lot of uh, what do you say? I mean, it's not the best written book. Uh, it's mm-hmm. well written, but again, it's not up there with the autobiographies that you typically read. But Constantine for sure has a very interesting story to tell. I mean, uh, I, I did not know a lot of things. Any manager who's been to Nepal and uh, Rwanda and Cyprus, all these places, I mean, he will have a very interesting story to tell. Yeah, the story is interesting, definitely. Yeah, adding on to why they shifted to Mumbai. So, unlike Chennai where you have separate cost for dressing room and uh, diesel generator and stuff. In Mumbai it all comes with one price just to pay for the stadium and uh, get everything uh, that is there to use. Hotel is free with stadium. Not hotel. Everything in the stadium, I say. So, that's the uh, that's another reason why uh, India uh, the AIF have decided to shift it to Mumbai. Well, that about the Tri Nation Vishnu, thanks a lot for joining us. Well, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we hope to yeah. get you soon for the next episode. I hope. Yeah, you yeah. Bye. Okay, have a good time. Thanks, man. Yeah, you too. Bye. So that about the Tri Nation, but another big match for Bengaluru FC next week when they play the first knockout match match of the AFC Cup campaign against what was the team from North Korea? April twenty-five. Twenty-five, twenty-three. Twenty-five. April twenty-five. Four point two five. Four point two five from North Korea. Playing on August twenty-third. Twenty-third, yeah, on Wednesday. Okay, I don't know how all, how these numbers get tangled together. So coming to that match, <laughs> how do you see like quite a number of good new signings, a new look side. The biggest being Gurpreet Singh. We'll get to it a bit later. But before that, Bengaluru approaching this match, Sandeep, coming to you. Uh, obviously, they'll want to win. They're playing the first leg at home. Uh, the last time I spoke to the people at the club, they were saying it's difficult to get much information about the North Korean side simply because they are a North Korean side. Uh, I think they've played uh, four matches in the previous round and one two la- drew two. Uh, I forgot the other team in the group who had eight points just like them, but I think they had a better goal difference and they yeah. came up. They just keep pummeling goals. Yeah, uh, so they have a Japanese coach, but uh, from what I understand, entirely North Korean playing staff. Uh, so it's not easy to predict, but all we know, even B- Bangalore FC, who we know to an extent, is still kind of an unknown quanti- uh, quality or quantity. Because uh, a lot of new players coming uh-huh. in, uh, we haven't seen much of the Australian Eric Parthalu who's come in, so we really don't know what kind of player he is. He looks extremely tall and built. So like me? No, not at all like you. So <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be interesting. And Roca has got uh, close to two weeks in Spain. Yeah. Played a few matches over there, so uh, I think it'll be an interesting match. How did they do in the? ஒன்னும் <laughs> Well, coming to Bengaluru, Arvind, a new-look side, how do you see this team under Alberto Roca approach this match? Because North Korean team is also an unknown entity. They have made their intentions clear of uh, matching what they achieved uh, in the 2016 AFC Cup. And even though we had our doubts early on when uh, Alberto Roca performed uh, badly in the I-League, so mm-hmm. he has now shown that uh, they have made up for it. Uh, and uh, North Korea will be an... It will be a match of two unknowns. Like Fans will also not uh, 
would have known what uh, Gurpreet brings to the team or Eric Parthulu or even the replacement the for uh, yeah, the replacement for uh, Alvaro Rubio. Uh, he's sort of being promoted that way because we needed a, a BFC needed a defensive midfielder who uh-huh. could hold on to the ball, an experienced guy who could distribute the play. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have got that person, uh, and Cameron Watson will no longer uh, be there. So this uh, Eric Park Tulu is a winger, I think. I'm not exactly sure because again we haven't seen them play at all, not even a warm-up game. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a little difficult to predict. But uh, they will obviously miss the services of John Johnson. I was about to get to that. Uh, who's missing from the list because of some personal issues. And he's not going to be. I I don't think he can come in any time after this. So I think this is the, the end. Yeah, he'll miss the however far BFC goes. He's not going to be part of it. So uh, that's going to be a huge blow. And when I spoke to the people at the club, they were like, "We wish somehow he could have made it, but he just can't." Mm-hmm. So uh, it, that's going to be a huge miss. But, who do but you they have Rahul Beke, who's coming in, who's mm-hmm. a young, uh, good defender. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll play out there. Uh-huh. They have but, a uh, Rahul Beke cannot really replace John Johnson. No, no. So they'll have well, to work it out as a system rather than you can't change a player, you'll have to change the system to fit them. So mm-hmm. maybe you'll see you'll see probably you'll see Yonan sitting in the center of the back three with mm-hmm. Rahul and somebody else on the Carlton? other. Or Hoikip. Mm-hmm. It could be any boy thing Hoikip. Okay. That about it. So He's about this is about the match that is about to come next week. But before that something happened yesterday, a big news with respect to Bengaluru FC, they got finished a biggest coup like Sandeep put it up in his story today. Sandeep, could you just take us through the Gurpreet Singh Sandhu story? Yeah, so Bangalore FC have signed uh, Gurpreet Singh Sandhu on a one-year deal. Uh-huh. So, uh, in initially, everyone expected him to only be part of the I-League camp, uh, sorry, AFC Cup campaign. Uh-huh. But it seems likely that he will be also part of the ISL campaign because uh, according to ISL rules, uh-huh. you... A new player can come from the sixth round. You can register a new player from the sixth round, so that means he'll miss the first five. Uh-huh. Or he can come as a replacement player for if one of the goalkeepers get injured. Uh-huh. And the third one is the most uh, dubious. Not dubious. It's very <laughs> surprising that how nobody else thought of this. Huh? So it's just you can have two a minimum of two additional players just like that because they are 18 numbers. 18 uh-huh. is the maximum number of Indians. BFC has 16, so yeah. they can sign two more. So probably Gurpreet will come in like that. Yeah. And most likely Daniel also, I think, will we'll probably come in. Probably BFC sees doors where yeah, so others see all. So Daniel, I, I think Daniel is 21, so he was he couldn't be retained. So <laughs> he's also going to come in like this. And mm-hmm. BFC, the people the in the boardroom, <laughs> which is Mustafa Gauss and Mandar, who's one of the smartest person in Indian football. They have worked out, they found out a way to, you know, just uh, take advantage of the rules. They have just been taking advantage of the rules. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, like, they, I think Mustafa tweeted yesterday saying, when others see doors, and walls, we see doors. And that's just about it. Like, people can be angry at them, but I think they're just that's how extremely works. smart. But that about Gurpreet playing in the ISL, but could you just take us to how the whole deal worked out? He was supposed to, he was... Yeah, so, Gurpreet, I think, has a three month three months left in Stabak. Uh-huh. He wasn't getting any chance to play there all, all that much, so he wanted to move. Uh, Boista FC from Portugal, oh. first division, was interested in signing him. And the initial plan for Bangalore FC was to uh, take him from loan once that deal comes through. But uh, the acting CEO of Stabak and the president of Boista were not keen. No, not keen. They just couldn't find uh, an agreement because there is also the fact that Boista had already had three goalkeepers. So. 
whether they want to sign another one with the kind of money that Skyback was asking, which I don't know how much it is, but uh, obviously they didn't meet their valuation. And uh, so BFC then had to act quickly because uh, 16th, I think, was the last day for them to register players for the AFC Cup. So uh-huh. and also the day before or the same day was the end of the Norwegian transfer. So they needed to get that done quickly. So to get that done, they had to pay some amount of money. Again, we don't know how much it is. Some amount of money to step back mm-hmm. to release him because they had to buy out his contract, and he's now come here. So it's been, uh, I think they've been talking to him for uh, close to six weeks. Mm-hmm. A couple, three, four other clubs are also interested in, three, three, four other clubs are also interested in signing him. But the uh, ISL teams. In the ISL teams, yes. Yeah. Uh, but once they figured out that, uh, you know. The deadline. the deadline issues and the money issues and other negotiations, I think they pulled out. Probably did not think it through that they could sign him as an additional player if it's an option. But uh, Arvind, you have seen Gurpreet as part of the Indian team. What do you think he brings onto this uh, team? How important will be his role? He's definitely better than Amrinder Singh and uh, there's no denying that he's the best goalkeeper in the country right now. And uh, he will continue to be so for the next uh, at least five years. And uh, that's a good sign that they've got. Well, he was 23 now? Yeah, pretty young as well. Oh, not exactly. Um, 22 when he joins Dubai. So, so he'll be 25. 25. 25. Yeah. So they have, he has, and goalkeepers can go on for uh, till they are 39. Yeah, long so, yeah, so we also have a Spider-Man who's going on for a long time. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I thought he's past 35, but... three uh, other Spider-Mans have replaced actual Spider-Man actors. Yeah, anyway... Yeah. <laughs> but our Spider-Man yeah, replaces still there, yeah. Gurpreet, even though he's... He's still in the uh, camp, too. He's really tall. Amrinder is not. Amrinder is there. He's almost uh, as tall as uh, Kortua. Who? 6'6"? Uh, six, six, six? Spider-Man? No, no, Gurpreet. Gurpreet is a very tall. <laughs> so, yeah, even yeah. though he's tall, he's uh, kind of athletic and yeah. he can move around the post and... Yeah, he's very quick off another. his line, so which is something that BFC will really be. Well yeah. and, uh, he has a great command of the defenders, uh, if you noticed in the yeah. India games. So all that will come into play and uh, it will be a good... Interesting match. And he's also very quick off the line, so if you want to play a high line of defence, which is something BFC have tried to do on and off, he can be play that role of a sweeper keeper because he's yeah and also he's, his starting position is quite advanced mm-hmm. and then he'll just charge this at you. We've seen that happen in the last match against Kyrgyzstan. Right. He came and absolutely clattered into oh. that striker. Also, so. a couple of he was taken off. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of the goal kicks that uh, he hit, he hit really long ones uh, which went almost near the D area of the opposition goalkeeper and you saw them being converted mm-hmm. into goals. So that will be a, another addition for... Hopefully this time now Daniel get converted. Yeah, yeah, I think because Sunil, <laughs> Sunil is there, obviously he's not part of the national camp. <laughs> Sunil, Udanta and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So it'll be... I, I, there is no way this is uh, going to be a fail, failed signing at all. The failed signing that was, was Sunday's being in. So this, but he's know. no longer here, he's yeah. in Kerala. Yes, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So now I don't see... Uh, Gurpreet failing in India. He is by, by far the best goalkeeper in India. I mean, because his Norway experience, although he didn't play a lot of matches, he learned their, a lot. Their training itself was a huge mm-hmm. difference, and we've spoken to him, Which and he said the same. So. Mm-hmm.
Well, guys, I think that's all I have on the rundown. Anything more to add? Uh, yeah, other than under 17 team, uh, they are going to play, you know, Mali and Iran. I think at home. The Indian under 17. Indian under 17 team. They are preparing for the uh, under 17 World Cup. World and Cup. They, they, I think they were supposed to travel to New Caledonia and New Zealand and few other places, but they cancelled it because yeah, of the winter. New Caledonia. It's one of the islands. It's one of the islands. I think it's a French. In the uh, same Pacific Ocean. I don't know remember which ocean, which ocean. but they just got back from Mexico and they are not going to travel anymore because mm-hmm. they want to play in home conditions. When will they announce the team, though? There's still time. There's another month. Our <laughs> <laughs> accreditation get... only is not done. <laughs> Every day we get. Well, by the way, Brazil has announced its squad. Yeah. The, your favorite guy is not there because he's over seventeen. I told you a long time ago Vinicius. he won't be there. Vinicius Junior. Vinicius Junior. Well, Lucas de Vega is there, a Barcelona academy product. Yeah. He's part of the squad. Interesting times for Brazil and. The World Cup that's upcoming in October. Uh, Arvind, anything to add? Yeah, I just want them to announce the squad. So yeah. yeah, we are bored of getting mails from them saying 50 days to go or 60 days to go. People in AFL, if you are listening, one guy is desperately waiting for the squad. Yeah, at least then we can do some profiles and get done with stories. Oh, that's how he looks yes. at it. Yeah. Okay, guys, that, I think that's all we have. Next episode next week. Until then, have a good time and enjoy the game.